living in an artificially induced state of consciousness that resembles sleep. The poor and the underclass are growing. Racial justice and human rights are non-existent. We have been lulled into a trance. They have made us indifferent to ourselves, to others. We are focused only on our own gain. That is their primary method of survival. Keep us asleep, keep us selfish, keep us sedated. You are listening to Toward Anarchy on the Republic Broadcasting Network. Here's your host, Michael Storm. I think I better sit down here in this chair if we're going to do this thing. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for joining me. This is Toward Anarchy. I'm Michael Storm, and uh, it's a new year. It's 2024. I am really excited about the new year ahead. I'm really looking forward to it. As always, it's my pleasure each week to come here and do this. You have no idea. Uh, I might even talk talk about it just a little bit later. It's just a fantastic, wonderful thing to be able to do each week. Every uh, every Sunday, 1 p.m. Central Standard Time, live all around the world here on the Republic Broadcasting Network. Thanks to you. Uh, so you can follow along with the show. It's at Toward Anarchy just about anywhere. TowardAnarchy.com, of course. That's the easiest thing to do. Uh, until they make me take it down, it will be there. I'll, I, I, or until I'm dead and, and I just can't seem to manage it before. But hey, maybe by that time I'll figure out how to download my brain into a computer and then I'll just become toward anarchy.com what an interesting idea that would be huh um <laughs> sure why not we're on facebook instagram uh tlb talk x a couple other places you can find us out there it amazes me but when i go and look at some of the obscure places that that we are that there's just this loyal band of people that are kind of hanging out there and always give a listen it's just a fantastic thing to know. Please like, share, follow, subscribe wherever you find the show at. I, I hope you're having a fantastic new year. It's just a few days into the year, a week into the year. And it's uh, really, it could be a, a bit of a struggle for people at this time of year. They, there's so much about our human nature and winter and this time of year anyway that that can get to you but then you pile on the world on top of that politics social weirdness all of the things that we deal with every single day just putting up with the the nine to five grind the idea of just putting food on the table at the end of the day so that we can keep feeding ourselves so we can you know, I guess get up the next day, and hopefully that's a Saturday, and we get to go golfing or something like that. Right? You know, just to take a, a couple of minutes to enjoy uh, for ourselves. But I, I, I'm having a great year. It's uh, just off to a normal start. There's nothing you know, sort of jumping out. Although I was, I don't do this as much as I used to. I do the secondhand store thing. I'm looking for toys vintage toys i'm looking for the comic books of course i don't find those too often but there's always random toys and whether or not you can really find something within those that is 
worth something worth your time worth your trouble to to even be there searching through them is is questionable it's not it's it's different than the comic books the the toys that just stick a whole bunch of them in a bag and you might find i don't know a 20 dollar loose toy in a in a two dollar bag of toys that's a possibility it doesn't really happen that way with comic books because everybody knows that comic books are worth something and and so they try even if they don't do a very good job they try to get a little bit more for them. So I find this stack of comic books at God's Storehouse. It's a, uh, a, a privately owned secondhand store here in Topeka, Kansas. It's been here for quite a while. Uh, it's run by a church, as you as you could maybe guess from the sound of the the the, t- the name of the place, God's Storehouse, and. Um, it's it's a fantastic little place. It's grown. It's been neat to watch it grow over the years and get bigger and bigger. And they now have their own property and their own building that they built and uh, have their their all their wares in now and have room to gr- continue to grow as the store continues to get bigger. And it's a pretty neat thing. It's the same pastor that I've mentioned before that I I talked to. He, he's he was running for governor. And I, I would tell him every time I would see him, I said, man, you are wasting your time in this politics thing. You are doing good right here. This secondhand story you've set up, your your ministry. I'm not a religious person, but the the, the good of these these things certainly even even to somebody like myself a heathen uh <laughs> i recognize the good of people coming together and sharing ideas and uh, sharing love and good thoughts for each other uh, the fact that it's surrounded about uh, by a what i believe to be a mythology is, is superfluous it doesn't matter that's not the the important point of it uh, i'm proof of it myself having grown up in and around it that there is is gr- there's good to be gained from it and and so he's doing that every sunday and who knows how many days throughout the week meetings and groups and such and then of course the the store which he's continued to grow over the years and it's been pretty much him and his wife and his son and a handful of other people that have managed to make that happen over the years and i just tell him stop wasting your time on this politics stuff man your life everything you do everything about you is helping other people this this politics garbage is distracting you from what is your true calling uh, be it from god or or wherever you got it from uh, it, you're wasting your time here n- with this politics stuff and not here in your store with your flock uh with doing what you do every single day that's what's important that's that's that anarchy that's our reality uh, we don't need these uh, manipulated political systems and silliness to get along together we do it every single day that's our our thing uh, I- I had a guest planned for today, and I could have had him on here at the last minute, but I wasn't ready for him. It's one of these things where, unfortunately, there's um, just a miscommunication in in follow-through, and it's not on my part, so it's a bit frustrating – but I don't – you know, you don't hear from somebody for uh, a week and and – there's no, not even just an okay, gotcha, we're ready to go. Just a, a quick, and I, I have to prepare. I waited until last night. 
uh, until late last night, as in fact, in fact, early this morning, uh, to make the decision to switch to something else and to prep the website at TowardAnarchy.com for what I would talk about and the conversation that I would have. And uh, the it it's mm, just at the last minute to have that. I you want to do the right thing. You want to say, oh well, you made the effort to call in. Let's go ahead and have the conversation, even though I'm not prepared to have you. I I really don't want to do that. I don't need to do that. I don't have to do that. I have plenty of time to plan these things out. There's plenty of contacts and, and dates and systems and things set up in place to make sure that it's going to happen. And and the, But there's still the simple, yeah, I'm going to be there. And so I don't have a guest today, <laughs> but I will try to get the guest back. That's why I'm not saying the guest today. I'm not calling them out or anything like that because it's, that's not what it's about. Things happen. People do things. They miss things. They miss opportunities. They see something. It doesn't. They don't respond to it the same way that somebody might expect them to. There's misunderstanding. So that's it. It's just a miscommunication. Things didn't quite work out, didn't play out the way they would. We'll schedule it for another time. It's not the first time. It won't be the last time. It's no big deal. But because of the fact that it did happen, I really did have an idea of what to speak with you about today because it's one it's a constant thing it's a constant point of conversation and a, a constant point of contention even amongst libertarians voluntarists anarchists whoever they they happen to be labeled as and who's labeling them and so I had the idea already to do this, and I set everything up toward it, and I put in the effort. I made the, the same effort that I made to create the the information for the guest and their page and everything. And it's still all there. It still exists. I have it, and we'll be able to produce it. I could flip it sort of over here in a few minutes. It would t- take more than just a couple of seconds to get me to do it, but I could I could produce that page and have it back up there, but it lacks the information. That was one of the things that happened is that there wasn't all the information. It just didn't happen. It didn't come through. Uh, but I have all the information that I put together last night for the show, and it will um, it will be used. <laughs> that's, that's all there is to say about it, because I don't always do it, and I'm not going to do that to myself. <laughs> I don't I don't have to do it. I can just look right there toward anarchy.com January 7th. The information is there. I put it right up there for everybody to look at and I think it's worth taking a look at. That's what that's why I did it. So we kick off the the new year with uh, it's basically an ask the anarchist show uh, because I came up with one question and it's one question that comes up all the time and I've addressed it a little bit here. I've I I, more often than not, I pointed you to an article that I've written about the conversation, but I've taken the article down. Uh, I took the entire article section down because I wanted to redo it. I just wasn't happy with it. There wasn't anything there, and it wasn't going forward. I wasn't doing anything more with it, which was which is is much more important than just it being there and and not 
growing. Uh, If it's going to be there, it should do something. With all the other pages grow and change throughout the site, that one doesn't because I'm not spending the time writing. I've been spending my time writing in other places and doing other things, which that'll uh, that'll come to fruition this year. You'll see the, the works of that here coming up this year and and eventually i'll get back to repairing the the article section and do something more with it and continue on with it but there was always an article up there that i could point to which was just a a, a short piece that i wrote addressing courts and so-called justice within a within the the state paradigm versus the stateless paradigm uh you know the stateless system in general what is what does justice look like how would the law function in the absence of the state what is the law what does it mean to us as individuals to say something is legal or illegal how important is that the questions all tie together and if you go to towardanarchy.com you look for january 7th and you'll see up there i compiled just that question and then the usual stuff. There's how to follow the show. There's a link there to you know, sort of Twitter and Facebook page. Those things that I've mentioned before. There's a link to the newsletter. Those are all obligatory. You find those things all over the website. I encourage you to please like, share, follow, subscribe. Do those things that make it possible for us to just stay in touch and to know that you're you're out there. Uh, aside from calling up during the live show and having a chat with me, which if everybody did that, but it would never be a show. It would just be me answering calls and saying thank you for listening uh, to all the wonderful listeners out there. A couple of articles up there. Abolish the FBI. I reached out to this guy. We'll see if this guy comes back and, and wants to talk to us or not. Uh, it was just a, a fantastic little article about something that we've talked about before. I brought it up on the show before uh, about this uh, the mass seizures, the FBI in general, just a bunch of scumbags. But here not too long ago, uh, they went through uh, these um, one particular company's vaults, the you know, private vaults, storage facilities for people's wealth, uh, banks, if you will, uh, a bank. And they took everything. They just they just seized it all. They searched through everybody. They on the auspice that the company itself was laundering money. They went through all of the private boxes of all the people that were customers of that uh, company in search of, well, theft. That's what they were in search of. They grabbed all these people's property and they, they had no permission to do so and they kept it. Uh, including, you know, people's life savings and entire uh, life savings of individuals. And, and, and this is just one example of this happening. But they recently made a filing in regard to the case that's against them, the, the case that's against the FBI and what they've done in in terms of them being investigated by uh, the system, the, you know themselves, the you know whatever the next step will be, uh, it, it's it, at the moment it is just a uh, a, a Fourth Amendment case, it's a direct Fourth Amendment case um, filed by 
uh, in the state of California against the FBI because that's where these uh, vaults were. It was U- U.S. Private Vaults was the name of the company. It was a uh, safety storage company there in uh, Beverly Hills. And they had they were they suspected them of laundering money, and the company eventually ended up pleading guilty to that. But in the meantime, the FBI went in there, and they didn't have Fourth Amendment rights to go through all these other people's property, and they used civil asset for uh, forfeiture to confiscate uh, anything worth. Apparently, they they sort of they. Everything that wasn't that particularly valuable, they go ahead. They went ahead and just gave that back. It makes them look good right away. Oh well, here's all the stuff that they gave back. Well, they kept everything that was worth five thousand dollars or more, even if there was if the person that they took it from wasn't uh, actually charged with the crime. And it just it's just indicative of a corrupt system, a system that you cannot control. It doesn't matter if it's the FBI, if it doesn't it doesn't matter if it's the local police. They're all the same. They're all a bunch of stooges. They're all a bunch of criminals and thieves that have no other way to live but to steal the wealth from other people. Uh, and and I guess here's the so the FBI there the people are seeking justice. A, a group of of libertarian uh, attorneys brought a case ag- against the FBI for bill of rights violations and and it's just funny for them to seek justice through the same system that permits the FBI to even exist at all so it's it's a funny toss up chance of coming out victors in arguing against the system and what the system does but i i i don't think it matters because it won't stop them and i think that's the point of the article and i think you have to go read it and follow up on the links in there if you want to understand exactly what it's about because the the filing that they've the response that they've made in this case suggests that they understand that what they've done is wrong, but they're making excuses for it, and they're going to continue to make excuses for it. And whether or not a court sees through that remains to be seen. It 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 goes back and forth a little bit, a little bit of give and take. Mostly we give. We give up our rights as more and more permission is granted through the courts and to – Groups like the FBI or uh, various alphabet agencies that go around involving themselves in people's business because their intent is to rob them, not to stop crime. Their intent, there's no this, – this article that's up here, this case that's happening, this thing that they've done, these vaults that they've robbed, there's no intent on – on stopping crime when you just steal from innocent people and you do so blatantly knowing that you're doing it, you're the criminal at that point. If if there's any question in your mind who the criminal is in that situation, there might be something wrong with you. You may not understand the very simple nature of theft, regardless of who is conducting the theft, who is making the theft. The badges on their jacket, the pieces of paper that they carry are nothing but costumes and opinions that back up their own system of ideas themselves, each other in complicit theft 
of, of all of the rest of us, period. That's all there is to it. It's just that simple. That's what these people do. They use political and social opinions as a reason to rob, cage, and murder the rest of us based on their so-called laws. And we will talk about how you get justice in a stateless system. Well, it should be pretty easy. You just get rid of the state, right? Well, we'll see if that's the case. We'll be back here on Toward Anarchy. Do you truly want to stay out of the system? Are you prepared to buy into the biggest scam since the Iraqi dinar? If not, then put your money where it belongs, in your possession, not in the hands of an international MLM cartel. At Kettle Moraine Limited, we will provide you with the finest Swiss-minted detachable gram sheets of pure 24-karat gold for hundreds of dollars less than the so-called privately-issued credit cards with elusive gold backing. Gold backing... The only gold that I want is in my back pocket, not backed by promises of an operation even the U.S. Chamber of Commerce is suspect of, giving a rating of C-. To get the full story, visit SierraMadrePreciousMetals.com and go to the Valcombi Bullion Vault. Once you have read the whole story about the scam being perpetrated on an unsuspecting public and how you can avoid being a victim by purchasing these beautiful, barterable, tradable sheets of gold at tremendous savings and in the strictest of privacy, be prepared to take the steps to protect your wealth with the purchase of the real deal. Detachable 50-gram gold bars from Kettle Moraine Limited by calling 602-799-8214. Ask about our one-ounce Valcombi detachable bars, which break into one tenth ounce bars and don't forget for all of your precious metal needs whether buying or having the need to sell call kettle moraine limited remember no dinar no celery and no carrots if you buy from someone else tell them you want au not bs call kettle moraine ltd today at 602-799-8214 kettle moraine ltd 602-799-8214 here's some interesting news due to all the recent claims about possible nuclear wars viruses solar flares and civil unrest people are scrambling to prepare and stockpile food but the one thing out of reach for many is an underground bunker until now because you can now have a 3d printed underground bunker in just one day an excavator digs a hole in your backyard and 3dbunkers.com shows up in a small truck and sets up their 3d printer under a tent completely undetected they can print as many rooms as you want at a fraction of the cost compared to traditional metal bunkers. 3D Bunkers uses polymer concrete, which is five times stronger than regular cement. YouTube 3DBunkers.com and watch the video. The creators of 3D Bunkers is looking for a business partner that can help bring this technology to the world. And we need to protect our way of life without living in fear. Contact Brad at 3DBunkers.com for more details or visit 3DBunkers.com. Listening to Toward Anarchy with Michael Storm.
Right about this time every week, I seem to come here and we sort of talk about, we have this little conversation about how the network is and how important it is that you support the network. I say, please support the network, republicbroadcasting.org. Visit the website. You can click on the donate button. It's real simple. You just click on the donate button with a couple of more clicks. You're sending off some digital funds to the network and it just goes into the kitty and it goes out to pay for um, internet service and connectivity and computers and people to push buttons and all the things that it pays for and that you make possible. Uh, if you don't like doing that, give us a call. You want to speak to somebody directly, 800-724-2719, extension 3, and you can speak to somebody directly and they can help you with uh, figuring out how you can donate to the network and how you can help support the network. You can also send a check or money order to rbn2251 double creek drive uh, round rock texas 78664 and it's all about making it possible for us to come here and talk about these things to expose the fbi uh, for the criminals that they are the entirety of the government for the criminals that they are some uh, across the network do it one criminal at a time i indict the whole entire system at once uh, but we'll pick on the fbi and and a little bit of the justice system here uh, as we continue throughout the rest of the show here and there's also the win-win when you're supporting the network. I, just one of my favorite things to do. I'm telling you, I, I'm all about the win-win and making it work for everybody, where everybody is just happy and everybody walks away getting what uh, they feel was worth it to them for their involvement in in whatever it was. You know, the the effort they put into something, the return they get on it. And when you're happy and you're smiling, that's one of the things I love about. The comic book shop and owning the comic book shop and and because it's a place where people come because they want something that makes them happy. And so when they get it, they leave my store happy. They leave the, you know, it's all it's entirely voluntary system of exchanges uh, for and and important ones reading is important uh the, the understanding of art and the respect for uh, art is important just everything that goes into it and so it's nice to be able to have that win-win situation and the network has that too if you go to shoprbn.com, that's where you simply buy products from the website and that's the people who support the network who advertise across the network that's what you're doing you're supporting the advertisers on the network which directly supports the network which makes it possible for me to come here and do this every week. And I tell you that it's extremely important to me and that I'm extremely lucky to be able to do it. And I mean that uh, for a number of reasons. And I've mentioned one of them in particular, but it's worth reiterating because I go visit other people's shows. I'm a guest on other people's shows, and, and all of these shows that I'm on, they're all produced shows there we go in and record the show and then it's I, I don't know how much cutting up there is done on them but they're not live shows they're not a live presentation they're not off the cuff they're relatively planned and they have a a, a direction and an organization and a point hmm 
Maybe there's something missing here. Uh, I might have to consider that later. But no, the, the truth of it is, is I truly love this to be able to do this, especially when I'm having a conversation with someone just off the cuff. You just never know what's going to be said. You never know. I never know what I'm going to say really from one minute to the next, even with all the, the work that I put in it toward anarchy.com to build a page each week and to, to get some of those links in there and to give you a place to jump off to find out about that FBI, uh, the court filing and everything that happened there in, in uh, California and everything that continues to go on all around the, the nation where the uh, the system of authority is uh, just outrageously uh, robbing the people, just taking every chance they get, everything they can from whoever they can, finding and, and really working on going out there and finding the weakest and easiest to uh, uh, to take advantage of. It's really a very sick thing to watch as we degrade as american society degrades in in the face of the system that everybody loves in the face of democracy in the face of these magical documents of the constitution and these uh lofty ideas of how some magical process of of worshiping and Showing up at the polls and can, you know casting a little magical spell makes it possible for me as a me and you and and some other people perhaps as a group to do what we can't do as individuals. And I'm not talking about uh, the skill sets of these people coming together and and complementing each other to to create something. I'm talking about uh, the the idea that. Me, myself, I, and my neighbor, and maybe Sam there, uh, pushing some buttons for the for the network, uh, decide that you know we want your stuff, and we hold up our hands and say, you know, who here wants dude's stuff? And three of us raise our hands, and you don't raise your hands. Well, that's seventy five twenty five. <laughs> we'll be back. True. You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network. Real news, real talk, real people. Because you can handle the truth. Are you one of the millions of people who feel like there is a dark cloud hanging over their heads whenever they're using pharmaceutical drugs? For some, the short-term relief can turn into an opioid addiction nightmare. Have you ever wondered why CBD oil is a billion-dollar industry? It's because it works better than opioids and is actually healthy for you. However, CBD oil is stripped of all other helpful compounds found in the hemp plant. According to neuroscientists, the whole hemp plant, otherwise known as hemp paste, is even more effective than the chemically processed CBD oil. Are you ready to take back your health? You can try hemp paste for the price of a cup of coffee. HempPaste.com slash RBN. Free shipping on orders over $50. See the banners for Hemp Paste at RepublicBroadcasting.org and visit HempPaste.com slash RBN. 
People often write to tell us what has happened for them since starting Extendivite. Allow me to read a few. After taking Extendivite for about six months, I've noticed improvement on the numbness of my hands and wrists from the carpal tunnel syndrome. I will continue to buy product. This formula is very powerful. I am feeling much better. My heart rate and blood pressure is stabilized. My lower edema has reduced and lower leg pain due to blood clots has disappeared. This product has relieved what appears to be an angina problem. Pain in the chest after climbing stairs and short on breath. I'm quite happy about it. To order, call 1-877-928-8822 or visit extendivite.com. That's X-T-E-N-D-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Extend your life with Extendovite. Go to republicbroadcasting.org. Smash that donate button like Russian peacekeepers smashing through the Azov neo-Nazi terrorists in the Donbass. I don't think you can explain politics without looking at Jewish power any more than you can explain physics without dealing with gravity. 9-11 was a jointly conducted covert operation that involved multiple states, the Saudis, the Israelis, and what you could call the deep state in the United with States. anti-Semitic remarks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're jiggling juice, we used to say, the, uh, the dancing Israelis. Uh, so even the Republicans now are compromising and they're pushing issues that are destructive to the white race. They would always say, like, are we just going to talk about this stuff on the radio? What are we going to do about it? Either we force the democracy to work by actually getting the ballot access, getting the candidates, getting in office, getting our message out there to the people, or we expose just how undemocratic it is. The Patrick and Jeremy Show, Tuesday at 9 Central and Wednesday at 1 Central. Toward Anarchy with Michael Storm. Been dazed and confused for so long, it's not true. Wanted a woman, never bargained for you. Lots of people talking, few of them know. Soul of a woman was created below. You know that... uh... That last spot in the break there is really proof of everything that I say about the importance of the network and your support of the network. It's just because they're having that conversation. They're talking about how important democracy is. And I'm over here on the same and the same network uh, having an entirely different conversation about the the importance of democracy and whether or not it's worth saving. Uh, but specifically, I really was excited to talk about I'm always excited to talk about these anarchist things. I don't always do it every week. I don't make it as directed or as pointed as those conversations could be when speaking about anarchy. That's not the that's not the point. I, I've learned that that's not the point because it doesn't work, right? It doesn't matter. You know from listening to the show, I absolutely know uh, from years of these experimental attempts, I've talked about it at different approaches at trying to 
figure out how to communicate better with people, why it is we fail to communicate, what it is that we can do better to communicate and get ideas across to have these tougher conversations. And and the truth is, is that the only thing that I ever found out was that the, the facts and the evidence and arguments don't change minds. That's not what works. Uh, it really doesn't. Uh, all you can do is have those things, those tools available to continue the conversation, the changing of minds happens in another time and another place. There's an article there, TowardAnarchy.com. Look for the January 7th. It's just another one of the articles I shared for this week. It's it, it's just that. It's talking about how uh, facts and, and you know, evidence just really don't change minds. And it's from the Washington Examiner. I thought you would enjoy just sort of looking at it because it does offer some techniques. I talk about them all the time, so I'm not going to spend any time on it because it, it really is it's another one of these very simple, 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 simple uh, things when you have spent a whole bunch of years failing to do it. <laughs> it's, it's, it's really easy. It works really – you find yourself very easily putting forth ideas and not – Putting yourself into a position where you feel it's necessary to shove the idea down somebody's throat. The the episode of South Park is a good one about that. The the bullying, where everybody is just bully, you want to stomp out bullying, so everybody is just bullying everybody else into one form or another. You tell them, tell them why you've been bullied, why you think you're you've been a victim. You just you do it right now. Uh, just everybody throughout the whole show, even Jesus comes along and bullies one of the guys. Uh, it's just it's funny. It, just is this whole circular thing but uh that's there at towardanarchy.com if you want to follow up on that and and i will continue to have those conversations here but there were these other things and and particularly this idea of stateless justice and i wanted to address it because it doesn't it's even within sort of libertarian groups they are still arguing about what is a crime, and that's a very silly thing to argue about. I watched a little bit of a Joe Rogan episode this week, and Tim Dillon was on there. I, I don't know when they recorded. It was some weeks ago. It wasn't the most recent episode. I don't watch like that. I just go every once in a while and look and see if there's somebody I think I want to hear uh, ramble on in between Joe's pontificating about how dumb he is. Uh <laughs> It's a weird thing to 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 watch, and then but then to have them sort of prove it is the other thing that bothers me, and it's why I don't feel any problem saying that it, it, speaking about Joe in those terms because he says he's dumb, and I'll admit he's dumb because if you have to sit there and ask a question and repeatedly for one thing uh, without going and finding an answer to it without giving a position to it then you're either playing a game with yourself or in the case of somebody like a a rogan or a tim dillon that has an audience they're playing a game with their audience and either way it's a game we're not trying to play i get it joe rogan is not the news okay we'll tell that to the millions of people that listen to him and take what he is saying and what his guests are saying as important information and absorb it into their existence when you have two people sitting around repeatedly over the years this is a thing questioning 
such simple ideas and then never seeking out an answer for them, it's it's worrisome. And so Tim Dillon, this on this episode, he repeatedly and this is just one example. He repeatedly said, well, what is a crime? And I'm not. This is not verbatim. He just repeatedly asked the question was, what is a crime? What is a crime? And he was talking about as we're going into a digital age. And, of course, we've covered this. I won't say ad nauseum, but we've definitely talked about it on the show. It's definitely something that comes up. We're in a new paradigm of understanding. Digital files, digital information have taken on a a very important role in our society. And they – and so – as we make that transition from physical into digital, it, we, the value of these things comes into question and the importance of these things comes into question in terms of – okay, so it depends on what audience is asking about it. In this case, these guys are asking about the criminal aspects of it. what makes what constitutes a crime. Well, that's a stupid question, and it's a stupid question to ask over and over again because it can be answered. So you don't ask for years and years after go, – and I would imagine if we go back – over any number of episodes with Joe and someone like Tim Dillon, uh, where it it wouldn't be with the Dave Smith. Dave Smith has probably answered the question. I don't know. I know Dave Smith has been on the the show a couple of times. There's that other guy, uh, Michael Malice. He's been on the show a time or two. And and maybe it's come up at those points, and, and maybe it hasn't. I don't know. I can't answer it. But I would have to say no, it hasn't, or it hasn't sunk in, because... For them to have answered that question, it should have been the end of it. That should have been it. That should have been. So the next time somebody comes on and says, "Hey, what constitutes a crime?" Joe goes, "Well, wait a minute. You you just ask a question right there that I know the answer to." Uh, so they ask that question over and over again: What constitutes a crime? What constitutes a crime in this space versus this space? And that's a that's a it's a dumb question because a crime is there's no question about this, except when you mix the state in. A crime is a violation of a person or property. It's just that simple. There's a victim for the action that occurred. A person acts. They commit a crime by violating a person or the property of some person. You can't violate your own property. You can abuse yourself for it. You can abuse yourself, uh, but you have to somebody else's property. You can violate it. You can break it. You can destroy it. You can make off with it. Uh, you can disrespect it in in ways that cause it harm. Uh, all of these things are potentially really uh, something that you would have to uh, address inside a a question of. Am I injured? Is someone injured? Has a crime been committed? It's a very easily answered question. So once you understand that, you have this simple understanding. Well, a crime is a violation of person or property. All right. Well, how do you determine if a person or property has been violated? It's damaged. Well, how do you determine damages? Well, you can look in the marketplace and you can go. There is this example you could say there's this example you can you can go through the steps and do the math and you can find in the open market a value for 
the thing, the person that was damaged. It's just that simple. So a crime is a violation of person or property. A violation of person or property is damage to a person or property that is provable. And you prove it by showing that there's a market for that undamaged thing. And that and so I'm trying to be a little bit vague there in that sense because it needs to be open to not interpretation of those ideas, but interpretation of each individual case or claim that is brought before an arbiter. So in a stateless society, the law is the same. Because the law is the same. Now, there are things within the state society, the state-run society or the state-driven society, state-manipulated society that are legal, that the system itself has legalized or criminalized in an effort to ultimately benefit from it. It has to benefit from it. Either, it either benefits from it in control or it benefits from it in terms of money. And both of those things can be the same thing when you're talking about pandering to a particular constituency, uh, creating laws that protect a particular group or uh, individual against everybody else. They do a lot of that themselves, passing laws that protect themselves. And and you'll find that a lot of the so-called laws that we're subjected to are directly related to support for the state and support for the system that that created those laws – Claimed that those were violations, claimed that there was a victim, and claimed that these claims are all from the same person. This is a, a by a default problem with justice. That you can't receive justice in a system that makes all of the claims. There's no third. There's there's no second party to the violation. There's just one party. They. Claim that there was a law that could be violated. They claim that you violated it. They claim that they have the right to force you to pay them in the name of the state, in the name of the people, of somebody else, uh, and that they can lock you in a cage and kill you if they want to. They make all of these claims. They make... From beginning to end, the system itself and the people within the system use the political and social opinions of their own claims to justify their own claims to rob, cage, and murder the rest of us. That is your justice system as it exists. So that's in the state system. In a stateless society, what's missing from this equation that's right sally uh little sally over there raised her hand and she said the state that's right in a stateless system of justice the one thing that's missing is the state the one thing that's missing is the legalization of making false claims in the name of somebody else to rob cage and murder other people for your own benefit 
The state is gone. It can't do that. You can't use the state to do that. The state can't do it for itself, and people can't use the state against you. Instead, the market exists. The market for justice exists. Now, justice is best uh, accomplished at the time of a violation, but it has to be tempered with the, the, the level of the violation. So it requires reasonable people. Well, most of us are reasonable people in truth, in reality. If not, it would society would be much worse than it is, and there wouldn't be a single thing that the system could do about it. In fact, the system wouldn't want to do anything about it. In fact, it would love it. If we were just killing each other off and it would just lock occasionally a person away and not have to pay too much money, uh, it, it would be it, to, you know, to keep them off the streets. It would be – they would love it. They would just love it. Uh, if we were all distracted with each other, just constantly killing each other, that's why they're constantly breeding hatred. That's why they're constantly breeding division. That's why they sow it throughout us, through their co- compromised news networks and, and system of information and through the political system itself. It's why they breed that division. It's why they cultivate it, because they need us to fight against each other. Because if you stop and you pay attention to what's really going on out here, we're not fighting against each other. You and I are not fighting against each other. We don't have a conflict. You know why? Because neither of us really cares what the other one does, as long as we're not violating, committing criminal acts against each other, which are obvious things. They're violations of person or property. That's not that's not happening. It happens, of course. Of course it happens, and, so, and you're not going to stop it from happening. But again, the difference, the missing uh, piece of this puzzle is the state and the third-party claim. So, well, who then provides justice? The market provides justice. There's a market for justice. If you can't and you won't and you don't uh, overreact – to a violation of your person or your property and you have a valid claim against somebody for damages, you go into the market. You go into the market and you say, who are the people who seek justice? It's insurers, it's arbiters, it's detectives, it's uh, uh, you know, people who have the same sort of positions that, that the state appears to have. For instance, the police and detectives in the police, they appear to be out there protecting and serving the people, but they're not. We know this because they're, they're not responding to the calls of citizens to get uh, to solve problems to support them they're out there patrolling the streets looking for victims and creating and supporting a legal system that in turn supports them by they make again another claim against you so even if you have regular violations so there is a, a person who's been violated the state gets involved in it for its own reasons, it wants order, it wants control, it wants to get paid, it wants to make example of it, of you, it wants to justify its own existence. These are none of these things are justice. None of these things are recompense for damages to individuals who have been violated. None of it. None of those things are. They'll come on. Somebody gets in a car accident. Doesn't matter whether they're drunk or not. Doesn't matter. It's not important. That's a circumstance that doesn't have – it's not a crime. Drunk is not a crime. 
The crime is driving into somebody and damaging their person or property. That's the crime. That's the only crime. Now, the state will try to make being drunk a crime because it can benefit off of it. It doesn't help you. It doesn't get you any more justice. It doesn't stop the fact that you've been damaged. It doesn't help you get any more damages. But it does help the state get more money off of that guy that had been drinking, especially if he's been caught before. Uh, you know, They can lock him up. They push him through the system. They make it worse. He's damaged his own car. He's damaged your car. He's ruined his reputation with his insurance company. He has to come up with all this money to pay for his own car. He's got to get to work. Uh, he's going to be thrown in jail. That That's on top of all of these other the damages and things that he has to take care of. There's no point. He just has to. Or he's out. He's done. He's, he has no way to get to work. He has no way to make money anymore. He doesn't have a car. Uh, it, this is piled on top of it. He's thrown in a cage. He's kept from his job for who knows how many days before he can get out. He has to come up with money that you may or may not get back depending on what jurisdiction you're in. They can claim and keep your money just because they made a claim against you even though it's a, a, a clear uh, false claim that has no basis whatsoever in the law and is actually a protected action because we can get into that in terms of a lot of the actions in relation to justice and what people do to other people, mutual combatants, things like that. Um, attempted violations of people stopped by somebody who is prepared to keep a person from violating them. All of these things the state tries to turn into crimes, tries to violate people. Hello! Uh, it's tried to, since I was 16 years old, violate me for the actions of other people and to take away my right to own a firearm in this legal system in the lawful system in the system of stateless justice everybody has the right to defend themselves whether it's with a firearm or a knife or a baseball bat or a nuclear missile whatever it is and and obviously most people choose that when they're violated not to go down that road that down that road it's a it's a moot point it's it, it only comes up in the most extreme circumstances, and that's the way it is with the state, except the state comes in and says it's going to provide justice for somebody, uh, you know, at best. Nine to 13 minutes after a crime has been committed. So if you can't receive justice on the spot, the the next best thing is uh, – Will they show up a little bit later and maybe they shoot your dog? Uh, maybe they don't. Maybe it doesn't go that bad. Maybe they catch the criminal. Maybe they put him in a cage and they lock him up. How the hell does that benefit you? How does that fix your damages? How does that make it right by you when the state comes in, piles on two or three more charges that are ultimately related to violations of political or social opinion, have nothing to do with your damages. In fact, there would be no charges at all. You would make a claim that this person damaged you. You would show the evidence to somebody. Uh, you would show it to his insurance company. Uh, they're, I'm, I'm trying to cover all of these ideas and the in this short simple space and that we have to be able to convey to you that it's not significantly different the ju seeking justice is not different in a stateless society 
except that there's no state. There's no third party messing up the system and controlling it. There's a market for justice. I assure you it exists now, even with the state. There's a market for justice, even justice that's not legal. If you want to find somebody to do evil things for you or to get justice for you, depending on what your intent is, uh, it can be done. You can find somebody to go out and kill somebody for you if you don't have the guts to do it yourself. If you're not uh, uh, man enough to stand up to somebody that you think has violated you and, 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 and for whatever reason, I'm not even trying to condemn you for doing so. You have the right as a violated person. I absolutely believe this to seek justice in through any means that you can outside of violating other people who haven't violated you first that's simple if you have to violate another person because he violated you that's justice that's what it is and that's the best that you can hope for in any situation be it a stateless society or one that exists within the state the only difference again is that there's this special group of people called the state who has legal permission to go around robbing caging and murdering the rest of us over political and social opinions things that are in fact people ask me this is it doesn't it's the libertarians it doesn't matter other types of anarchists they ask the same questions they all do this is if you're hearing this and you're what i Referred to as a status, what we refer to as a status, you're a voter, you're somebody who participates in this system. This is I, I'm not just talking to you. I'm talking to everybody within this system because they all have these weird questions, questions that can be answered. What is a crime? We know what a crime is. Well, how do you get justice for being violated? Well, you get compensated. How do you do that? You look at the market and you find out where to seek justice. You go to an arbitrary. You find insurance. You buy insurance. Insurance companies, so you would have just that was the last thought there that we probably have any time for. Uh, It's something that we already have, but it's something that would exist in the market, uh, in the free market. It's not a state-driven thing. There there are people that make that claim that insurance wouldn't exist without the state. There's a whole bunch of things people claim wouldn't exist in the economy without the state, which just proves they don't know anything about economics. Insurance would exist because it's an ability to protect yourself, its ability to protect your property, uh, and it puts the uh, uh, onus of going out and collecting from people who have violated you on somebody whose job it is to do so. And it's to do so reasonably because they're a market provider. They're not a, uh, a, 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 they're not forced upon you by decree as this is who you will go to to seek justice. They're out there doing a business, and they have to do good business. And I know that that's hard sometimes to wrap your mind around when you see so much bad business being conducted. But again, uh, I challenge you, uh, as I've challenged many before, point to a problem in society. And I will point to government and where it either caused that problem or it makes it worse. And and so I get a chance here to talk to you in these general terms and in very simple ideas. And 
in the hopes that you get it and that you move on because I'm not trying to change your mind. You can't do that. You just got to plant those seeds and let them grow. A special treat for you next week, Craig Hargis, the the bad Roman himself. It's anarchy, Christianity, the compatibility. The question comes again. We'll be back. sick of censorship? TLB Talk is the cure. TLB stands for truth, liberty, and balance. We are the newest and most unique social media platform to hit the internet. We were built out of necessity because Big Tech, Big Pharma, and Big Brother are out of control. The only thing bigger than them is when we the people are united. With that vision, TLB Talk was born. Our battlefield is in cyberspace. The battle we're in can be won by clicks of buttons and voting with your wallet. TLB Talk has no hidden agendas, no corporate funding, and we do not sell, trade, or give away any of your information. Our platform runs off of generous donations of members and merchandise profits. So please, check out our site. It's the best around. And be sure to stop by our store. It's loaded with items that'll have you feeling a sense of member pride and victory. Come unite with us today at TLBtalk.com and join the social media revolution. This is RBN, the Republic Broadcasting Network.